What's up, Bob? What's up, Germ? This is a little bit different. It's not Monday. It's not. I don't know what day this is. I think it's Saturday. And uh, Ben's not here. Yeah, we kicked him off the podcast. We uh, kicked him off because we're going to do a little bonus, a very short bonus episode, because yesterday, as of recording, Disney had their Investor Day 2020. It was a four-hour live stream, and a couple bits of news came out of it. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Um, You told me about this earlier in the week. I had no idea it was coming up. And then I I didn't watch the live stream, but I saw everything that came after, and I damn near shit my pants. I understand, because... I was watching it and I head shat my pants. Like that was <laughs> actually something that happened. Dude, I'm so yoked for this. I think we should entitle this episode The Big Disney Boys because yeah, I'm pretty amped about everything that came out last night. Well, let's uh bow down to our cor- corporate overlords and uh <laughs> let's just jump right into it with uh with something that they didn't announce and that is that they're not pulling a Warner Brothers. They're not dropping all of their movies next year onto Disney+. Plus. The only thing close to that is that they confirmed Raya and the Last Dragon, which is a Disney animation movie, will be on Disney+, Plus uh, March 12th, 2021. But that's going to be part of that premiere thing that they do where you have to pay extra on top of Disney+. Plus. Is that, yeah. uh, that going to do it for you? I, I'm a little upset about that. I think that was sort of them just putting their balls on the table and being like, I don't care what Warner Brothers said. We still run the world and you're paying for our movies. That is what it sounds like. They uh, you know, That whole Warner Brothers announcement didn't rub theaters the right way. A lot of them got pissed about it. Even a lot of uh, like directors and stuff weren't happy about I it. I saw Yeah, I saw that as well. Chris Nolan, not a happy camper. No, he was not. His trailer premiered in Fortnite. But he's not happy that uh, <laughs> movies are being, you know, shipped directly to streaming services. But no, I mean, you know, understandable that the theaters wouldn't be happy about it. I guess maybe they're happier that Disney isn't completely screwing them over. But it remains to be seen. That's the only one that they confirmed. I'm sure there will probably be more. But right, yeah, that's all we know so far. As far as stuff that we know is coming to Disney Plus, they announced a couple different series. The first one, the only one that Ben might be excited about, is the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. That just... I I mean, that's probably going to be targeted at kids, I would assume. So, I mean, I don't think I'm going to look into this unless it's like a real nostalgia type thing. So, I'll probably avoid that. I mean, the nostalgia I have for the Mighty Ducks dates back to about three months ago when we watched it for the podcast. Right. (laughs) For me, that's not doing much. A couple other ones, they're doing a Turner and Hooch, starring Josh Peck. Mm, good to see him back on screens. I might look at that. Uh, a series called Big Shot, where John Stamos is a former NCAA basketball coach who then has to go and coach at like an all-girls high school. Very 2020. Very 2020, but you know, John Stamos is working. Got to be happy about that. And then they announced that they're making a sequel to Hocus Pocus. Uh, this is one of the things, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it later. This is one of the things that I didn't enjoy in, from it, that I'm not happy about. This is one of two things I'm not happy about. I just don't think we need it. I just don't think we need it. I really don't think we need it. I mean, they're all so much, they're like 30 years older. Hocus Pocus is older than you think. I think it came out in the early 90s. That's almost, yeah, almost 30 years ago. I don't know. I think Hocus Pocus, like, it just doesn't need a sequel to me. It's that's its own movie. There's no point. They're gonna just look old, and it's just gonna be. We- I just think it's gonna be weird. I don't think it's gonna flop. 
I just think like, and it's even like the way it's going to look when it's filmed, like Hocus Pocus look like an old nineties movie, but like now we're going to have a 2020, like crisp HD. Like it's, they're just not going to carry over something about the vibe I get when I watch Hocus Pocus is not going to carry over into a movie that's released in 2021 or whenever this is coming out. 22 probably. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, Never even seen the first Hocus Pocus. We know uh, my relationship with Halloween movies, so this yep. this doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, I don't like it. I will get to the other one later. Uh, moving on, we got Nat Geo has a whole host of new things coming out. The only one I picked out to discuss is a series called Limitless, and the only reason oh. I picked it out was because it has nothing to do with the Bradley Cooper movie. But I'll raise you I don't one. Want it. I'll raise you one better. Don't don't drop okay. out of it okay. yet. All right, let me hear it. I believe it's a six-episode series, and I wasn't really paying attention 100% to this point in the presentation, but all the footage they showed was Chris Hemsworth working out. Whew, hold on. That might uh, that might tickle my fancy. It's just Chris Damn. Hemsworth, mostly shirtless, working out, and like trying to do all these different like challenges that like push the bounds of what human beings can do, apparently. Is he doing them himself, or is he like meeting people that do these crazy things? The only things I recall from the trailer is him working out shirtless, him preparing like bacon and eggs, and then him swimming in like the Antarctic, like frozen waters. That's enough for me. I think I might be sold on that one. Yeah, exactly. So something to look forward to in the uh, Nat Geo category of Disney Plus. Probably an underrated category, if I had to guess. One I have literally never opened. <laughs> Well, they got some new uh, documentaries and stuff coming too, but let's uh, let's get to a bigger staple in the uh, Disney Plus catalog, Pixar. Uh, not a whole lot of features announced, but the one that caught my eye for sure is a movie called Lightyear, which is I saw this as well. They're uh, selling it as a an origin story of sorts, not of Buzz Lightyear that we know from the Toy Story uh, four movies, whatever, but of the character that inspired the toy for Buzz Lightyear it's a little confusing but it's voiced by Chris Evans and it's like a sci-fi action movie involving Buzz Lightyear so I'm kind of sold on it I I am sold on it as well I think it's going to be really cool um because it'll be like a like you said it's like an origin story but it's not it's not Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story it's like the character of Buzz Lightyear so like I, it'll be like not serious, I'm assuming, but it's not going to have anything. I mean, it's going to have stuff lightly to do with Toy Story because it's about Buzz Lightyear. But I feel like, like there's not going to be any tie-ins with any other Toy Story characters. It's not about toys. It's about like, from what it seems, it's supposed to be about like this fictional character of Buzz Lightyear. And I saw a lot of people up in arms that it's not Tim Allen, but it's like that's not the Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story in this movie. So why would Tim Allen also voice this one? You know, I think it's also I think that, younger. I think is the other thing. Yeah, oh, like it's like a younger... I, yeah, I think um, this is an idea of him like coming up in uh, Star, Star Command. Command. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I'm I'm pretty interested in it. I, I I read a lot of like stuff online, people like bashing it and all the things that they were bashing it for. I'm just like, no, that sounds kind of cool. Like I'm, I'm pretty into this. I think there's no way that this is not going to be good or at least I won't... In, there's no way I won't not enjoy this if that made any fucking sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm excited for this one. I'm excited for it too. We got a date of June 17th, 2022, and I'll say it now, moving forward, all these dates are obviously subject to change. Who knows what's going right. to happen, but they at least gave us a date for that one. Um, and then as far as series go, they got a, a bunch of Pixar series that are uh, in the works for Disney+. Plus. There's a Cars one, 
Big Hero 6, which is a movie I never have seen personally. And then Zootopia, mm-hmm. which technically isn't Pixar. It's Disney Animation, but I threw it in there anyway. And there's a few more. Yeah. None of those, honestly, interest me too much. Not really me either. Um, I'll kind of wait and see. If someone says, like, oh, this is actually really good, maybe I'll check it out. But I'm not going to be there day one. So. Yeah, agreed. All right, let's get into Star Wars. This is probably the second biggest category before we hit Marvel. There we go. Some stuff I'm excited for, honestly. Starting with two spinoff shows that exist in the Mandalorian timeline. Those are Rangers of the Republic and Ahsoka. Now, am I correct in assuming that you still haven't gone back to Mandalorian? I have not. Um, I actually do know Ahsoka, though, because I watched some of the Star Wars um, animated series um, that was out there. I watched, I watched, I haven't seen, like, the entire thing. Um, But I know who Ahsoka is. I understand the whole dynamic. Um, I've seen scenes from Star Wars Rebels where she comes back, actually. But, yeah, I I saw some of the clips from her in Mandalorian, and that was one of the things that made me want to get back into Mandalorian. And I will. I, I will finish Mandalorian. I've I've been on record on our podcast saying that I kind of lost my interest, but now I hear the glowing reviews from you and everybody else. So I, I am going to get back into Mandalorian, and I think once I get back into that, that's just going to make me more excited for the Ahsoka series. And uh, what what's the uh, the Rangers one? What is that one about? I actually don't know much about that one. As far as I understand, it's about kind of the New Republic kind of taking control post uh, episode six, because all these exist between episode six and seven of the uh, Star Wars episodic timeline. Right. So the Empire has been defeated. The Republic tries to, you know, restore order to the galaxy. And I guess this is kind of part of that. And we get little tastes of it this season of Mandalorian, where Mando runs into essentially like cops for the Republic and they're trying to, you know, maintain peace and order and everything. So I could see how it could be interesting. And like I said, Mandalorian season one had its ups and downs. Season two has, I mean, we're seven episodes in. I just watched episode seven before recording. All of them have been spectacular. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll be excited. I'm going to get back into this, you know, the, the, the Star Wars TV shows. And I think, I, I think I'll enjoy both of these, honestly. And then when I finish Mandalorian, I think I'll also enjoy that. Well, if you enjoyed Rogue One, then you'll be excited about the Andor series, which is a spy thriller, is how they're selling it, with the one character from Rogue One, who I didn't write the name down, and now I'm blanking on it, but he's the guy that, uh, I don't even remember her name from Rogue One. I don't, honestly, as much as I liked Rogue One, couldn't name a single character in that. Uh, neither could I. Um, what The guy, though, the guy that wasn't the girl. Yeah, Diego, him? what's his name? Whatever he, whoever he is, and so he's in the up. spinoff. Is this a series or is it a? It's a series. Diego okay. Luna, that's his name. That's the actor's name. All right. Um, it's a series based on him. I believe it's obviously preceding Rogue One, and it's kind of like a, a spy thriller set in the Star Wars universe. Good. Enough I think for that's me. the future. I think that's the future of Star Wars properties as a whole. Like I don't know where they go but i feel like it's these things set in the star wars universe that you make your own sort of you put your own spin on it you know and i think that's what's going to make that that's what that's what's the money ticket going forward i agree the other way that they're going to be printing money is by bringing back old characters they confirmed an obi-wan kenobi series set 10 years after after episode three and this will have hayden christensen returning as darth vader here's my other problem Here's the other thing I really, really did not like. I do not like him coming back. I guess I, let me start that off by saying 
that I wanted an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. I don't really want a series. I think a movie would have been better. A series, I mean, it's fine. I mean, we knew we were going to eventually see, you know, him back on screen. Um, it's cool that Ewan McGregor's coming back, but this is post, like, him getting... this. He's Darth Vader at this point, you know what I mean? And the reason... I'll, I'll let you know why I don't like this. Because Darth Vader, obviously, wears the fucking Darth Vader mask, and his voice sounds different when he's in his breathing machine or whatever the fuck. So... Hayden Christensen, it's not, they're not going to bring him back and put him in that suit and have him talk in James Earl Jones's voice. You know, you ever see like the stuff in Rogue One or like the scenes in like Empire where like Darth Vader's out of his helmet and like there's more stuff in like the comics I know where like they talk about where he goes and I forgot what it's called, but it's some type of tank where like it's basically the only place he can be without his like armor and his like machines keeping him alive. It's like where he goes to like heal and take off his fucking shit. And I'm thinking that's where you're going to see Hayden Christensen. Why is there any reason to bring an, uh, an actor we know into a role where his face and voice are both covered, unless it's going to be something where you see him with the helmet off and him talking in his own voice. And if it's post Darth Vader being burned up on Mustafar, then there's no other way he can be on there unless it's in like his like breathing tank or that whatever like apparatus he uses when he takes off his armor. So I think you're going to see more of him in like a role like that. And I think that's stupid because the coolest part about Darth Vader is that you don't see his face. He has his, that like, you know, ominous voice. And like, I feel like we're digging too deep into like finding more about Darth Vader. And I feel like it's better to just like keep that Darth Vader a secret. Like, I don't know that that's the way I look at it. I don't think Hayden Christensen needs to come back as Darth Vader. Cause that's the only way I see them bringing him back. It doesn't make any other sense any other way. Yeah. Unless it's flashbacks, but it's not. I can't disagree with anything you just said. And it was weird when this was announced that like through my Twitter feed, everyone seemed super excited. And I'm like, wait, I thought everyone hated the prequels, myself included. Yes. So why are we excited now that he's coming? I get why Ewan McGregor coming back is exciting. He was one of the few That's things awesome. people pointed to as being good in the prequels. Exactly. Hayden Christensen was not one of the few things people pointed to as being good. So No, and that also that also sticks to the point I just made where the, like seeing like a young Darth Vader, I'm thinking more episode 1. I was like that really just totally sours the image of Darth Vader seeing him as like a whiny kid, <laughs> then he turns into like a whiny teen and then it's fucking now, this shitty is pod weirdo. racing. Yeah, like that like that's not Darth. Vader. Like Darth Vader should be kept a secret. And like I think the entire prequel tri- trilogy the like a not a good show. That's the biggest complaint is the way they portray him. Like it's just better as a secret. And I feel like bringing him back, like I said, the only way you can do that is like, I don't know. It, that's just the only reason you would use this guy's face and bring back the actor, right? It can't be. You're not going to bring him back and cover his face and have him talk like James Earl Jones. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. I just think we don't need it. Who was asking for this, by the way, too? <laughs> Nobody. I mean, yeah. the, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, a lot of people. Hayden Christensen coming back, maybe six or seven people. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that was that was my other problem. It was hocus pocus in this. Understandable. How do you feel about Bad Batch, which is like a Clone Wars, the animated series spinoff? Is that one of the animated series you watched? Uh, yes, and I see no reason why this also wouldn't be good. I didn't do too much research into it, but I just I yeah I think it'll also be good. I don't know some of the stuff. Most of the stuff they make is is entertaining, so I think this will also be entertaining. And then uh, maybe the most excited I was from the announcements as far as Star Wars is concerned is that they've got two more features in the works. One directed by Patty Jenkins, director of Wonder Woman, and another by Taika Waititi. 
that's the one I'm excited for. Man, am I excited for that. What is he going to do with Star Wars? It'll be... I mean, he has directed an episode or maybe two of Mandalorian, but obviously it's different when you're working at, you know, with a couple episodes in a series. If they're just letting him do whatever he wants with a Star Wars movie, I mean, I'll pay for it now. Yeah, I think that whatever it is and whatever the concept is, I don't see any way that this uh, fails, honestly. And I think I will enjoy it very much. And then uh, not exactly Star Wars, but Lucasfilm adjacent they announced a fifth and final indiana jones that will be directed by james mangold who directed logan and they put out a date of july 2022 for that how do we feel about the final chapter in indiana jones i've seen bits and pieces of indiana jones and i've i i like the character and i don't know when they brought him back whatever year that was at 2010 with shia labeouf that seems there, there's no reason for it and this seems the same way there's no reason for it to i mean it's just they're just looking to make like nostalgia money honestly like people that like indiana jones like if you're an indiana jones fan what's there are a lot of because it's a very successful franchise you're you're gonna watch this there's nobody that's seen every indiana jones movie and enjoyed them and it's gonna be like oh i'm not i'll miss that one you know like it's a popular enough franchise. I think it's just a purely a cash grab. And, you know, if, if it came down to it and I ended up somehow watching all the Indiana Jones movies, like, in a timely manner, I might check this out, but I, uh, I could go without it. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see the trailers when they drop. I really don't know what they're going to try to do with it. I think Harrison True. Ford will be almost 80 in this movie. Yeah. So uh, a little on the old side for, you know, an action-adventure hero, but... Who well, knows? they digitally de-age him. Are we going to go Irishman? <laughs> Ooh, maybe. I mean, they didn't for the last one. He was, uh, what, 70 for that? So Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, that was 10 years ago. Oh, God. That, that might. You're right. We've got to wait for the trailer. So we'll see. Let's uh, move on to the bread and butter, the reason we're all here. Yes, sir. They announced a lot of Marvel news. A lot of it, which we knew, a lot of it is uh, confirming actors, resetting dates and stuff, but also some new stuff that we didn't know. So let's start with the Disney Plus series. We already know WandaVision coming January 15th. We're a month away from it. The first, Very excited. First installment of Phase 4, first Disney Plus series. Everything they put out for it makes me just want it even more. Yeah, I have no idea like what's going on, what it's going to be. It appears from this trailer they're caught in some sort of mind trap or in some sort of vision. I have no idea what it is, but I just feel like it's gonna like these two these two actors I think are gonna do a really good job in this in this role in this sort of like I don't know weird universe that they're stuck in or whatever. But I, I think it's just gonna be cool. I'm very excited for it. Like I said, I can't even explain what I saw in the trailer, but I just know I want to watch it. Super stoked for that. Also super stoked for the Falcon and Winter Soldier, which has been moved around. I think it was originally supposed to be the first series that came out, but now they have March 19th as the date for that one. Also a new trailer dropped as well. Yeah, I mean, this also looks good. This this actually um, made me feel a lot better because I was nervous. Like when you see all these characters on the big screen, obviously the budget for these movies is much higher than it would be for a tv show and i was like oh fuck like is it gonna be weird seeing them like scaled down or something like that's the way i thought about it right but you get some of the shots in these trailers where obviously the special effects aren't like an actual marvel movie quality but they still look stupendous and i think it won't it won't be like scaled down in any way i think it'll 
it'll still deliver. So that that like assured me. So I'm I'm very excited for that. This trailer where they show a uh, falcon kind of being chased by a helicopter, flying through the mountains or whatever, stuff blowing up. I'm like, this looks pretty damn good. Whether or not 80% of the season's budget went to that scene, we'll have to wait and see. But from what they right. showed, it looks good. And I love Felican's new red, white, and blue suit. I think it looks sick. Yeah, that is awesome. And then we got our first look at Loki, one that I don't think uh, too much has come out prior to yesterday and they also attached a date of may 2021 along with it are you sold on loki yet not yet if i'm being honest um this is what obviously there's going to be a lot coming out and there's going to be a lot of stuff to keep up with and i don't know they kind of have staggered starts but i have a feeling some of the loki stuff is going to conflict with other things and i don't know i feel like this one might get buried for me unless i hear it's really really good I really like the trailer, and it seems, you know, they set it up, it takes place right after Endgame. If you're familiar with Endgame, Loki gets the uh, Tesseract, escapes custody, and then ends up somewhere else in a, you know, in space. And uh, I think that might give them the liberty to kind of do whatever they want with him. And I'm excited yeah. to see what that looks like. Yeah, that's what it looks like, the same way. Yeah, it's just like a lot of trippy stuff in the trailer, and yeah. Who knows what it's going to be, but this is one I'll wait on, I think. And then the animated series, What If? We got our first look at that. Any? Uh, are they selling you on a Marvel animated show? You've already seen some of the Star Wars animated stuff. How about Marvel? Yeah, I'll be watching this for sure. Um, the trailer really got me. Actually, out of all the trailers besides WandaVision, I'd say this one is probably my second favorite. This, it just looks freaking looks cool. I don't know. I, I hope they're not like long episodes. If they're like literally like fifteen minute shorts. Or maybe like it's a 30 minute episode and you get two different what ifs. Or I don't know how they're going to base it, but like, yeah, I'll be watching this. This looks sweet. I think the the animation style looks dope. I think the couple of premises that they show in the trailer of like, uh, what if T'Challa was abducted and became Star Lord? There's, uh, what's her name from uh, Captain America? Agent Car- if Agent Carter became, yeah, became Captain Britain instead of, uh, chris evans becoming captain america like some of the stuff they're showing i'm like okay i'm down to yeah i'm down to see what's going on here so the uh next series after that ms marvel confirmed for late 2021 so that'll be the next one sequentially not a trailer that dropped with it but we did kind of see a look at their casting and kind of the general idea of what this show is going to look like and they also confirmed it's going to tie into the second Captain Marvel movie. Are you sold on Ms. Marvel, one of the newest superheroes in Marvel? I would have rather seen this as a movie instead of a TV show, but um, I don't know. I, I guess I'll, that's another one I don't know a lot about. I'll more or less just have to wait and see on that one as well. Yeah, I can't say I know too much about her, but I know she was like kind of the star of that uh, Avengers game that came out, which I haven't played. Right, right. And... Uh, People liked the interpretation of that character in the video game, so I trust that they'll do something good with the series. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. And then a bunch of other shows, um, no trailers or dates or anything, but Hawkeye, um, we've seen some production photos, but they did finally confirm Haley Steinfeld was cast as Kate Bishop. That'll be interesting to see how that all turns out. Um, They confirmed casting for She-Hulk. It's going to be Tatiana Maslany 
who I only know from Perry Mason. I don't, I didn't recognize any of the other work she did, but she's really good in that. Yeah, I didn't. I saw just a picture, and I didn't really do too much research into it. But it's cool doing She-Hulk. I think that'll be interesting. They also confirmed that Tim Roth will be reprising his role as Abomination, and Mark Ruffalo will also be in the series, obviously as the Hulk. So, I, I think that's cool to see a tie-in to like one of like the first like MCU. That wasn't MCU yet, though. Yeah. The first Hulk movie. I mean, it was, was before cons- they had the master plan, but it is part of the MCU. It feels that when you watch that movie, it feels like it's like an FX fucking movie, right? Like yeah, it, I mean, it, it's, it, it's not it, good. It, has... it end the the uh, post credit scene is Tony Stark forming the Avengers. Like clearly, they hadn't figured everything out yet. But yeah, that's one of the ones that feels like so out of the MCU, even though it's technically in it. But I think it's cool that they're bringing Abomination back and the same actor that played him, just to give it like another sense of continuity. That not that they had didn't have enough of that already, but uh, that that makes it cool in my opinion. Then we got three new shows that, as far as I'm aware, had not been previously announced. The first one being Secret Invasion confirmed to have Sam Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn back, so it's going to be a heavy emphasis on the scrolls. And I'll take anything Ben Mendelsohn is in, personally. This is this is a TV show? Yep, another Disney Plus series. Much, much Would have much rather had this in a movie. Another, another thing that I'd rather see a movie of, honestly. We'll have to see. I, I don't know much about Secret Invasion. I do know it's a very popular comic series whenever it came out for Marvel. Um, yeah, but I've heard that as well. I uh, don't know too much about that one. They did also announce Ironheart, and they cast Dominique Thorne as Riri Williams. Don't know who she is, but another new or newer character in Marvel's entire universe that they're uh, yeah. bringing to the MCU. Right. And yeah, this also, you know, could be interesting. That's another one I think I got to wait and see on, though. And I, I did a little research into Ironheart. Apparently at least in uh, the original comics from, I mean, it was only like five years ago, but she, so she's a young girl who basically reinvents Iron Man's armor, but even better. And eventually Tony Stark meets her and kind of gives her the endorsement on saying like, yeah, you know, I trust you. You can do this. Obviously not sure how that will play out in the MCU, but that's kind of where I'm most curious about is what the tie-ins to Iron Man are going to be. Yeah, that that could be that could they could do that you know a couple of different ways and pr- they'll probably end up doing it the right way, but I don't know. We'll say, we'll have to see. And then the final series they announced is Armor Wars, which I looked into a little bit, and it's a six issue Iron Man series where uh, basically Tony Stark finds out that all these armored villains somehow got like the plans for his Iron Man suit and have been using it to build suits of their own so that they can you know do nefarious deeds as villains and so he tries to like figure out how the plans got leaked he tries to hunt them down and you know defeat all these villains the whole list of villains i didn't recognize many of but dr doom was one of them so i'm wondering if maybe this will be the way that he's introduced into the mcu now this is um this is live action live action disney plus and they confirmed don Cheadle will be in it but Okay, all right. This could be cool. Yeah, I like I said, didn't know much about it until yesterday. Started looking. I missed it. that one. I didn't know anything about that at all. Um, I definitely somehow missed that. So that does sound interesting. Yep, that's probably the furthest one out. But you know, eventually we'll hear some more about it. 
But uh, that's everything for the Disney Plus series. Let's move on to the MCU features. Black Widow has a new date of May 7th, 2021. No signs of it coming to Disney Plus. Uh, I, it's weird. I, it's like this movie might not live up to expectations. I've been waiting for it so long, but uh, I'm going to see it. You know, I think by then we might be able to go to theaters. So, yeah. It is weird. So I was thinking about like the timing of everything and supposedly we might have, you know, kind of a uh, general populace availability of the vaccine by April is what most of the projections are that I've been seeing. Right. So it could be feasible that we are in movie theaters in May. So this might actually yeah. work out for them. Be great. Obviously excited for that one. Um, we've seen a lot of it and we'll just have to wait and see. Um Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings has a new date of July 9th, 2021. Still don't know too much about this movie, personally. Probably, I'll probably miss it, if I'm being honest. The fact that it has a Marvel logo in front of it means I'm going to see it. But Exactly. <laughs> outside of that, don't know too much about it. And then Eternals, which is, these three movies are all like complete, they're all done, has a new date of November 5th, 2021. So essentially, they've all been pushed a year, is what those three come down to. Yeah, this is another one that I'll probably miss unless I hear it's really good or I don't know. I, any one of these I would I would see. Not against seeing them, but I'm not going to rush to the theaters for them. But maybe I will, you know, if if it's been so long without seeing a movie and everything gets back to normal, I might see anything. So, And then this wasn't mentioned in the Investor Day, but the next one sequentially is the Untitled Spider-Man 3 movie. We're going to have much more to talk about that in the real episode that's coming out on Monday. Yes, sir. Uh, The next movie they talked about, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, given a date of March 25th, 2022, and they confirmed that this connects to Spider-Man 3, which kind of goes in line with a lot of the rumors we've heard around Spider-Man 3. They've also confirmed that they're in Europe filming it right now. Ooh. Yeah, this is just, this is, I can't wait for I can't wait for Spider-Man 3. This Doctor Strange is probably going to do a lot of explaining. For how things happen in Spider-Man Three, so uh, yeah, that's gonna—it's just gonna be sweet. I, it's it's really cool. It's probably the thing in Marvel that I'm most excited for is you know all the all the rumors and stuff you're hearing about both of these, and I just I can't freaking wait. And then next up is one of the announcements, maybe shocked me the most. Um, Thor: Love and Thunder, given a date of May 6, 2022, and they confirmed Christian Bale was cast as Gore the God Butcher. Oscar-winning Christian Bale will be part of the MCU. That's pretty sweet. It, it's pretty awesome, yeah. I think it just speaks to how huge these movies are these days, that everybody just knows the MCU is the shit. And yeah, it doesn't it doesn't seem like a, a typical role for somebody like him, but I cannot wait to see it. It's going to be freaking sweet. I think, if, I think Leonardo DiCaprio might be the only actor left in Hollywood that isn't in or won't be in an MCU movie at this point. Yeah. And one day it might happen. I'm holding out. Uh, next bit of news. Uh, Black Panther 2 was given a date of July 8th, 2022, and they confirmed that they will not recast T'Challa after Chadwick Boseman passed away earlier this year. They do want to move forward with that world and the other side characters that they build up or built up, but they confirmed they will not be recasting the titular role of Black Panther. Good, uh, good way to do it. Honestly, I think 
Um, I think in the future, maybe not this movie, maybe in like the third Black Panther, one of them might take over for him, like whether it be his sister or it be um, the one girl whose name I can't think of right now. Um, either way, yeah, I- I'm excited to see this movie, even though, you know, no Chadwick Boseman, obviously very sad, but like directors returning takes place in the same world. I think this will probably still get knocked out of the park. I think it'll be good. Yeah, definitely excited for it, but not as excited as I know you are for Captain Marvel 2, given a date of November 11th, 2022. I'm not watching that fucking shit. <laughs> uh, but it's going to tie into Ms. Marvel. Uh, Ms. Marvel might be put on the back burner as well, then. <laughs> uh, but something I know we're legitimately excited for, Guardians 3 wasn't given a date. It was announced that it'll come out in 2023, which is wild that we're even talking about three years from now. But on top of that, they announced that they're going to do a live-action Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special that they're going to film while they film Guardians 3 and will come out in uh, you know December of 2022. Yeah, that's going to be fucking awesome. That's just like that's just them knowing what, what they got and they know that they can make some fucking awesome content. And it's going to be... I can't wait for that. It's going to be so fucking cool. According to James Gunn's Twitter, he was saying that this is something he's been bugging Kevin Feige about, and he unironically loves the Star Wars Holiday Special. This might be better than Guardians 3, honestly. Like, I'm super excited for it. It's going to be sweet. Like, there's, it, especially that he's been, yeah, I didn't know that he was pushing so hard for it. So it's obviously something that he's thought about for a very long time. So I think that'll manifest into something very very entertaining and that will probably be a new christmas tradition of mine i'm looking forward to that and then uh ant-man and the wasp sequel has been given the subtitle quantum mania sounds like a wwe event (laughs) i didn't think of it that way but you're not wrong uh no date on that all they gave us was a subtitle take that for what you will and then the final bit of news an announcement that i was i don't believe had been previously released a Fantastic Four movie is in the works, and it'll be directed by John Watts, who did Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home. I'm Great director. Stoked. Yeah. Great director. Finally in the MCU so it can get some justice. I think the only thing that you have to do is just get the casting right. And I think this is a home run, but if you fuck up the casting, who knows what could happen. Yeah. I mean, that, that could be said about a, basically all of these, you know, sub-franchises inside of Marvel and... I mean, have they gone wrong so far? They have not. So, I mean, I think they should be able to pull it off, but it just it just gets me nervous because we've seen this thing fucked up twice before. That's true, but they did give us two great human torches, even if they weren't playing human torch in the future. So at least we know, regardless of the, this movie's quality, whoever plays human torch will move on to bigger and better things. That is true. All right, well, I mean, that's... All the news, if you can believe it, you know, just the couple of things we went over there. That's all the news they were able to fit into that four-hour stream. But any just general overall thoughts on uh, everything we just discussed there? No, I think they couldn't have done this at a better time. I just, it just, there's so much coming. And it just feels like, remember when they did this before and they announced like Infinity War and everything? Like it, it almost feels not to that magnitude, but it just makes me think, Oh fuck! We have so much cool stuff coming our way. Like it's it's just it just gets you excited for the future, and it, and especially how shitty everything is now. Just knowing that there's you know a light at the end of the tunnel, it it it's, it makes me pretty happy. I agree one hundred percent. I also wonder if maybe this unintended kind of break in Marvel movies 
might actually work to its benefit from an audience perspective. Obviously, they just want to be printing money every two to three months. But I feel like, and I'm not speaking personally on this, but I understand that most people probably felt burnt out. Maybe they felt Endgame was a good place to you know, finish the MCU and not return to it. But I feel like this kind of drought we've been in may uh, reinvigorate some people to come back to it in this following year where there's going to be three different series and three different movies, four different movies that come out next year. So yeah, I totally agree. I'm looking forward to all of it. Marvel, star Wars, Pixar, Chris Hemsworth with his shirt off working out all of it. I'm looking forward to it. So Bob, thank you for uh, joining me. We went a little bit longer than planned, but I think we did a pretty good job recapping easily the biggest single day's worth of news that's come out this year. Absolutely. It was such a big day. It needed its own episode. All right. That'll do it for us now. If you're listening to this before Monday, we got a full episode coming to you Monday. It's so packed with goodness that we could not fit all of this news into it. So look forward to that on Monday. Otherwise, we'll see you next time.